having peace of mind with your money does not have to be hard. You just need the right mindset, tools, and system in place to help you get there. Welcome to Wise Up With Your Money. My name's Becky. I'm a financial coach and owner of Family Wise Financial Coach, where I am dedicated to help your family stop worrying about money so you can start focusing on the things you love. And in each episode, I'll dive into money mindset topics and tools you need to push you forward in achieving your money goals. This is Wise Up With Your Money. Okay, so it doesn't matter how much money you have or how much money you make. It doesn't really matter if you are a natural saver or a natural spender. Trust me when I say that anyone is capable of impulse buying, okay? But here is the bad news about impulse buying. If you are struggling with these types of purchases, it can really slow down your progress on your money goals, okay? So hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Wise Up With Your Money. I'm your host, Becky, and today we are going to be diving into how impulse buying can really slow down your progress on your money goals. And don't worry, we'll also talk about what actions you can take today in order to stop this kind of behavior. So we're gonna talk about how it slows it down, but things that we can do in order to minimize it, okay? Now, if you are a natural saver, do not think that you are off the hook because guess what? I am a natural saver. I mean, not only am I a natural saver, but I am a financial coach. And for a living, I teach families how to be better with their money and I teach them better spending habits, but I have caught myself impulse buying. So anyone and everyone is capable of impulse buying. So let's not waste any more time. Let's dive into why impulse buying is bad, what causes us to impulse buy, and the actions you can take to avoid impulse buying, okay? So let's start with why. Why impulse buying is bad when it comes to our money goals. Okay, so when we purchase something that we did not budget for or we did not plan for, it means we have less money to put towards our goals, right? Because let's think about it. When we budget, we are intentionally trying to stay within our means, right? We aren't spending every cent that we make on expenses, and we actually have extra money left over to put towards our goals if we're being intentional, right? Because we're living within our means. That's why we budget, so that we can put money towards the things that matter to us. But with every impulse buy you make, that wasn't budgeted for, it takes away from our goals. So it could be a large purchase, you know, it could be an impulse buy on outdoor furniture um, because, you know, the weather's getting nicer and we want things that go outside that we can enjoy. So it could be something like that. It could be a lightning deal on Amazon that we saw and we just could not pass up. So it could be a large purchase that really, you know, threw our budget off or it could be a bunch of little impulse buys throughout the month that add up. So maybe you had a few extra stops at the coffee shop because, you know, your kids aren't sleeping and you're tired and you want some coffee. Or it could have been a shirt that you saw at a store and it was a great deal and you couldn't pass it up. 
Or maybe, you know, it's extra snacks that you got at the grocery store because you brought your kids and, you know, you don't want to argue with them. If they want a few extra snacks that wasn't on the list, uh, it's sometimes worth it just to get a few things. But, you know, all those little impulse buys add up and it's like big or small. Um, If you are struggling with these impulse buys, guess what? You may have little to no extra money at the end of the month to actually put towards your goals. And that's a tough blow, right? Because we put effort into our budget. We put time into it. We're trying to be proactive so that we can put our hard-earned dollars towards our goals. So we really need to try and stop impulse buying because it's really taking away from our money goals and the things that we want to put our money towards, the things that we value, okay? So let's dive into an example really quick. So let's say your goal that you're trying to save for is to save a down payment on a house. And after you built your budget for the month, you see that you'll have about an extra $200 left over to put towards your down payment, which is awesome, right? Because you just want to make progress on your goal. doesn't matter if it's big or small. You want to find that extra money and put it towards your goal. So you budgeted. You've got the extra 200 and you plan to put that towards your down payment. But as the month goes on, life happens. We all know that. Things happen, right? So maybe your best friend called you up and asked if you wanted to go shopping or something. What's the harm in that, right? You're just going to peruse. You're going to browse, you know. But guess what? You came home with two pairs of jeans and a sweater from Gap because they were having a crazy good sale that you could not pass up. I mean, you'll wear it, right? And yeah, you spent maybe like $100, but you don't do that often. And yeah, you wanted to put $200 towards your down payment, but you still have $100 left over to put towards that down payment. And that's a decent number. But then, you know, something else happens and you had a crappy day at work that next week and all you want to do is veg out and watch a movie that you got on Redbox, right? You just want to sit your butt down on the couch and just veg because your day was just not fun. Well, then your DVD player just, you know, magically stopped working and you are beyond frustrated. You worked hard. You just wanted to watch a movie. You just wanted a working DVD player, right? So you can pop that red box movie in, but it didn't work. So in your anger, in your emotion, you just decided to hop on Amazon on your phone and buy like a quick DVD player um, with that easy one click for a hundred bucks. Okay. But With every impulse buy you make, so whether it was the clothing or the DVD player, guess what? Instead of having that extra $200 to put towards your down payment, you now have nothing. And let me ask you, this is what I ask my clients, every purchase you make that wasn't planned, I ask you, is it worth it? And when I ask this to my clients at the end, they always say, no, mm -mm, it really wasn't worth it back. Because what you really want is to move out of your apartment and buy a house that you can call home, right? Because in this example, it was to save for a down payment on a house because, you know, you're living in an apartment potentially and you want to just buy a house, right? And the clothing and the DVD player that you wanted in that moment might have been great and it might have made you feel better in the moment, but you slowed down 
yourself from achieving your goal. So to keep attacking your goal, you need to minimize your impulse buys, okay? That's how we succeed in our money goals. So at this point, we've talked about how impulse buying can slow down our goals, right? Now let's ask the question, what causes you to impulse buy? Because, okay, we understand it slows down our goals, but what causes us to impulse buy? So regardless of if you are a natural saver or a natural spender, regardless of how much money you make, regardless of if you have great money habits or not so great money habits, why do we impulse buy? Well, just like any habit, whether it's a good habit or a bad habit, it all starts with a trigger. And triggers specific to impulse buying are typically linked to emotion. So you might have had a bad day or something like that, um, and you just want to spend money because it's going to make you feel better. So it could be linked to an emotion that you feel or it can be linked to good deals. So basically good marketing by the stores. So you see something that just seems like an amazing deal and you have to buy it. So like I said, triggers for impulse buying are typically emotions or linked to good deals. So think back on your old purchases that you made when you were impulse buying. So ask yourself, what triggered you to buy? Was it a bad day? Were you feeling emotional Um, or did you find an irresistible deal that you could not pass up? What is your trigger that makes you buy? Because I say this because if you know what triggers you, that awareness alone will start making you think twice on an impulse purchase, right? Like if you know what triggers you, if you know you are having a bad day and that you are an emotional spender, then you know that you need to avoid stores. You need to avoid Amazon potentially that day with that easy click, right, to just purchase. You need to avoid these things if you want to eliminate the chance of impulse buying. So the first action I have for you today is to think about what your trigger is and write down your likely trigger, okay? Write it down so that you are aware of what causes you to impulse buy. Okay, so we addressed how impulse buying can slow down your money goals, and we just talked about what causes impulse buying. Now, let's talk about what we can control, okay? So let's talk about the different ways you can avoid impulse or unplanned purchases besides writing down your trigger. Okay, so the first way you can avoid impulse buying, or at least minimize it, is to make sure your budget has what's called play money or spending money in it. So make sure you have a line in your budget and just say play money so that you can budget for it. Now, when I say play money, I mean that it's guilt-free money assigned to you. It's kind of like an allowance, I guess, if you want to think of it that way. So it's assigned to you. It's not for bills. It's not for groceries. It's budgeted for you so you can spend it however you want to spend it. So let's say you and your spouse budget like 50 bucks a month um, per person, okay? So like I would get 50 bucks, my spouse would get 50 bucks. So that's what you would budget for play money each month. And you take out the cash and then you keep that cash in your wallet. And now 
If you are out and about and you see a great deal or maybe you have an emotional day and you want to spend money, well, now you have cash in your wallet and it's guilt-free spending money that you can use. So you can spend it at coffee shops if you need some good coffee, especially, you know, if your kids are not sleeping. (laughs) Um, Like I can relate to that. Or maybe you want to buy yourself a piece of cake because you need a pick-me-up. You know, again... (laughs) These are things that I can relate to because I understand parenting and having rough days. Or maybe you just see an awesome deal on a sweater that you want. Like all of these things um, are things that you can buy if you have the money in your wallet, okay? You can buy these things guilt-free because it's already budgeted for. You had it in your budget, you um, allocated for it, and you took the money out, so it's budgeted for. It doesn't impact your goals, which is huge, right? So having play money will definitely help you avoid impulse buys that are not budgeted for. So you might be able to just have an impulse buy, but it's within budget. And that is key because ultimately we want to make sure that we don't steal from the extra money that we have going towards our goals. Okay. So number one, make sure you budget for play money or spending money. Okay. All right. So number two, Don't make it easy. So what do I mean by this? I want you to remove your saved payment options from places like Amazon or QVC or Wayfair, any online shopping website. You need to take away the easy one-click payment, okay? Because, you know, if you want to buy something, it's not that easy anymore once you take that away. It makes you think. So let's say you found something on Amazon that you wanted and you don't have all your payment options saved in your profile. So if you want to buy it, it makes you think. So as you get your wallet, as you pull out your card, as you type in your card number, it really makes you think like, hmm, do I really need this end table Hmm, do I really need this floor steamer? Yeah, my floors might be dirty, but maybe I just need a cheap, like, Swiffer wet jet thing. Like, is it worth the effort to do all of that, put all your card information in for this purchase that I didn't actually budget for? So it takes away the ease of impulse buying if you take away the easy payment options, okay? And it's a great way to avoid impulse buying altogether. So the second way to avoid impulse buying, or at least minimize it, is to stop making it easy. So take away those easy one-click payment options, okay? So the third way to avoid impulse buying or those unplanned purchases is to remind yourself what your goal is, okay? Because it's really important to know like why we're putting extra money towards something. We need to remind ourselves what our goal is so we don't take away from it with these impulse buys. So how do we do that? Well, wherever you are likely to make that impulse buy, whether it be on your computer or at a store, make sure you put a visual nearby to remind yourself what your goal is. So it could be a picture of maybe a trip that you're going to take. So maybe it's a picture of a cactus if you want to go to Arizona, or maybe it's a word that's going to remind you of your goal or a quote. It doesn't matter because basically our goal is for you to remember why you are working hard to be proactive with your money. 
like why you are budgeting each month, why you want extra money to put towards your goals, okay? So if you have a picture in your wallet, let's say, and you are out, you know, at a store and you're trying to buy a few things at Target, you may open your wallet when it comes time to check out and think, actually, you know, I'd much rather this house that I have in my wallet, like just to remind myself that I want to put extra money towards the down payment on a house. I'd much rather this house than the things in my shopping cart. You know, you just say, "Mm, never mind. That happens. You can do that. You can put stuff back, even if you're at the checkout line. Or You could put a post-it potentially on your computer screen, if that's where you do your impulse buys, put a post-it on your computer screen to remind yourself what you really want instead of that impulse buy you're about to make on Wayfair, okay? So the third way to avoid impulse buying and to minimize those unplanned purchases is to have a reminder somewhere, like a visual of what your goal is so that when you go and potentially buy something, you th- it makes you think, okay? Because we don't want to take away from that goal. Okay, so I have two more tips for you on how to avoid impulse buying, okay? So the fourth way is to have a plan before going out, okay? So depending on how or what you impulse buy, having a plan in place before you even leave the house can help immensely, okay? So take me, for example. If I have a crappy day and I am tired, you know, because I I have two little kids, so I feel like I'm always tired, but if I have a crappy day and I am tired, I tend to buy things that make me feel good. So I tend to buy a slice of cake and a, you know, a cup of coffee from a nice coffee shop. So I know this about myself, okay? I know what triggers me to impulse buy. It's a crappy day and I'm tired. So if I'm trying to avoid an impulse buy like that, I tell myself, all right, I know this, so I'm going to just suck it up. I'm going to brew myself up a nice cup of coffee at home and take it to go. And to avoid the food purchases like the slice of cake that I would love to have, I have a bag of cashews in you know my glove compartment to curb my appetite. Now, trust me when I say I am not perfect. I am a tired mom and I do cave sometimes, even though I'm a financial coach, okay? But that's what my play money is for. So another example on having a plan in place is like if you tend to buy awesome deals at the grocery store, but you know, you go over budget with these impulse buys, a way you can avoid this and have a plan in place before you go to the grocery store is to make a list of what you need before you go and make sure you stick to the list, okay? This is going to help you avoid impulse buying at the grocery store. And if you're going to the grocery store, don't go hungry, okay? Like that is another way to avoid impulse buying is make sure you just have something in your stomach before you go to a store full of food, okay? Because you're going to buy and you're going to buy a lot uh, of unplanned things if you're going hungry and without a list, okay? So have a plan to decrease the chance of impulse buying, okay? Have the plan before you go out. All right, the last tip I have for you today on ways to avoid unplanned purchases and these impulse buys that can take away from our goals is to have 
designated savings accounts, okay? And when I say that, this is specific to those who are triggered from great deals. Like if you are a person that gets triggered uh, on a great deal and it's just something you can't pass up and you know that is your trigger is great deals that make you impulse buy, I'm talking to you right now. This one is for you. So have a designated savings account for this because when you are triggered by a good deal and you can't pass it up, having designated savings accounts in place will save you and your budget from crashing, okay? And it will still allow you to put extra money towards your goal because you are planning this in your budget. So determine what you typically impulse buy, okay? Is it home items? Is it clothing? Is it gifts? Uh, Or is it just QVC in general? I don't know. Whatever it is, set up a separate savings account and label it. And then save a small amount of money each month to put into that savings account so that you can purchase things, right? So that when the good deal comes, you can check to see if you have the money in that separate savings account to buy that whatever item it is. And if you do, then you can buy it. And it's already budgeted for, right? Because you budgeted, you are being proactive. In your budget, you told it that you would put like 10, 20 bucks in this savings account just in case you saw an awesome buy and you're trying to avoid unplanned purchases. And the best part about it is it's not going to affect your budget because the money's already saved, right? It's already put away in a separate savings account. Now, my only warning with this is only spend what's in these dedicated savings accounts, okay? And when that money is spent and gone, it's gone. It's kind of like cash, okay? So don't try and use your checking account for um, these impulse buys because when you do that, you're taking away from your goals, okay? So that was the last one is have a designated savings account. Okay, so I know I covered a lot, but I want to make sure that you take action today on how to avoid impulse buying so that you can keep making progress on your money goals. Because trust me, you are not alone in this struggle. Anyone can struggle with impulse buying, even me, okay? But knowing what triggers you by writing it down and taking action on some of these tips I give you today will really help you minimize impulse buying so that ultimately you can save money towards the things that matter to you, okay? All right, guys, I hope this was helpful. Now make sure you take action, keep working hard on your money journey, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you loved this episode and you want to hear more, then be sure to subscribe so that we can hang out again on a regular basis. That sounds nice, right? And if you want to accomplish your money goals even faster using one-on-one coaching with me, then make sure you schedule a free call with me at familywisefinancialcoach.com. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you guys soon.